At the risk of sounding like an absolute 21st century cliche, it all started with a podcast. I've been interested in unsolved cases, real or fictional, for as long as I can remember. Detective novels, unexplained events, unsolved mysteries. But if you'd asked me back in school what I'd be writing about today, I never could have guessed where I've ended up. Researching and writing about the unidentified dead, often called John and Jane Doe's. Burying myself in old articles, police reports, and transcripts of blurry taped interviews, or poring over maps of highways and parks and forests that have been bulldozed into subdivisions. It's hardly a choice that comes up in the guidance counselor's office, is it? I'd studied fiction and creative writing in college and grad school, but after I graduated, I realized I was more interested in nonfiction, seeking out real stories with real people that hadn't been explored. I ended up in a full-time, non-tenure-track job in the English department of a large university here in Atlanta, and gradually, life settled in around me. I got married, and as my 30s hit, I had my son. I taught fiction, and I wrote it sometimes, but I was hungry for other stories. Literature paid the bills, though. But then, in the long, sleepless nights of my son's newborn era, I started listening to podcasts. For hours upon hours, I'd pace back and forth in the rickety little hallways of our first home, bouncing my restless baby, cereal in my ears. When I finished that Gateway series... I downloaded everything true crime I could find. I got an Audible subscription so I could listen to Ann Rule's books. And then there were the web forums. That's when I discovered that all the cases I'd obsessed over, watching reruns of Unsolved Mysteries, so many were still unsolved. Why? I needed to know. What had been missed? I dug through Google Scholar and the university archives while the laundry ran. I became an expert at scrolling Reddit with one hand. The other hand was full of baby. Fully immersed in this world, I stumbled across a particular podcast in 2016 that changed everything. Not the show itself so much as the story, although it's a very good podcast. The host, Robin Warder, had been asked to cover a case that was almost totally unknown to anyone, one that had taken place in Georgia, just two hours away from Atlanta. And that was strange to me, because by this point, I'd begun to follow just about every cold case in the southeastern United States. And this one, which I'd never heard about before— concerned the disappearance of 15-year-old twins, Jeanette and Danette Millbrook. The twins were last seen on March 18, 1990, in Augusta, Georgia. Their case had somehow been closed about a year after they were reported missing by their mother, right after they would have turned 17. The case closure meant that they were removed from the NICMEC, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, database— But the twins had not returned home. In fact, they'd never even been located. I decided to search for more information, but there was almost nothing out there. 
After a lot of searching, I discovered another podcast had been contacted by the same advocate who tipped off Robin Warder. Between the two, I discovered that in 2013, the twins were relisted in the NCMEC database and on the Charlie Project, an online collection of more than 14,000 cold cases, mainly in the United States. A few articles had been written when their case was reopened in 2013, but other than that, I couldn't find much more information. Who and what had failed them? <laughs> 